smarter, dream bigger, live brighter. This show is hosted by the dexterous diva herself, Miss Jo Giffich. Your new secret weapon for whip smart workflow, marketing mastery, social media prowess and all the creativity and technology you can handle. Hey guys, it's Joe Gifford here. Welcome to episode 18 of Work Smarter, Dream Bigger, Live Brighter. And I've been kind of missing in action, haven't I, since November time on the podcast because I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie to you folks, it got really busy, which is really good. And, uh, you know, biz kind of blew up. Um, and, you know, the, the, and my podcast got left behind, which is not brilliant. But hey, it's a really good thing that everything went really busy and I've been launching new stuff. So um, it's been a really exciting time. So I wanted to get back to my series of interviews with other awesome entrepreneurs and um, in today's episode I'm interviewing the fabulous Fab Gianovati and I'm sure I haven't pronounced that right. So Fab, you know, please correct me. And she is from BeAPassionJunkie.com and in this interview we cover, um, you know, her tips and tricks on working smarter, dreaming bigger and living brighter and her advice for other entrepreneurs because really for Fab everything has blown up for her massively in the last year she's kind of gone from zero to lots going on in about 12 months um as she's going to tell you about so it's great to have her on the show over to you fab hey fab (laughs) thank you so much for joining me on the podcast so let's just set the scene for people so if you can let us know who you are you know what you do and how did your business journey come about so hello, hi everyone, and thank you, Joe, for having me on your podcast. No worries. Um, I'm a subscriber myself, so that's really good. Uh, it's going to be odd to download myself. <laughs> but <laughs> so my name is Fab, and I am the queen of tangents, so that we just kind of clear that out. Um, so I'm going to try and be as good as possible. Um, I am I am a UK-based business coach and also health coach. I also am the founder of the Health Bloggers Community. This covers more or less uh, who I am and what I do. So um, basically, I started as a business coach, <clears throat> working with businesses on their on the message, on their core, on their blogs. And then I got into health, which was just a hobby. And I just got more and more into it. And then I decided to combine things and um, to get into a community, which is basically like the bloggers one, which is, you know, like a really un, untapped market, at least so far. Mm. So um, so I think that that was basically it. I, I started my journey like 12 months ago, roughly. Wow, that's Ooh. quite new then. Yeah, I know. I, I, I forget. I'm one of these people that never realizes how far you've gone. Oh because my I'm gosh. Stuck that what really you- is. That really is new. So, so your niche is really sort of business coaching for health bloggers. Yeah, I would say business coaching in general is more for like anybody resonates with me. I mainly focus on like people's blogs. Mm. So that's probably the actual niche. It's more like any an entrepreneur who feels they're a bit like eh, mm. with the blogs. But at the same time, I have the health bloggers community, which is actually for health bloggers. And I help them with their blogs to turn it into a business. Perfect. So, I love it. So my <laughs> next question then, so what keeps you motivated in your business and what do you love doing? It sounds like you love what you do. 
<laughs> that's what people tell me like even when they don't see me sometimes I think that you become a really good listener mm-hmm. when you can <clears throat> visualize people from how they talk to you and mm-hmm. it happens a lot when you're talking on Skype and people don't see each other um, so what keeps me motivated is to say yes I do love what I do um, I love it I love all of it and when I don't love it I know that it's time to change mm-hmm. and I think that that's what keeps me motivated that freedom uh, to just get things to change let them change surrender to the fact that sometimes we grow mm-hmm. and I know in 12 months probably shouldn't say that but even in 12 months <laughs> things can change a lot mm-hmm. and um, also the fact that one of my businesses my main core is the community so the health bloggers community which means that I'm not just myself I am I am you know supporting and supported by an amazing community of like 500 people and odds so you know it's just you're not there by yourself you're there to to inspire people and every single day you see them you know like developing and evolving and that that's what excites me the most oh do you know what Fab? i absolutely resonate with that and and having the dexterous divas and dudes community which i know you're part of is just <laughs> amazing because you know we've got almost a thousand people in there now and that has just you know really rocketed in the last year or so and to be able to have this kind of you know community to you know so not only hang out in but be part of you know shaping and inspiring just feels like a real privilege doesn't it yeah it's such a nice thing to do and and I think you know often we often we work on our own and you know to you know and kind of other than working with clients perhaps on Skype or kind of in our groups it's it you know it can feel quite a lonely experience and I think that especially solopreneurs need to, to be able to bounce ideas you know from each other and to feel connected don't we yeah and then you just create relationships I'm really lucky mm-hmm. that I have a couple of mastermind buddies on, on different things and yeah it, it changes stuff and it just keeps you going when you're just by yourself well it sounds like in one year too you've gone you know you've done so well because you did just appear I think it, yeah, certainly in my <laughs> in my sphere of stuff it's like oh, oh she's now everywhere <laughs> my best. good so listen Fab so, um, so how do you work smarter you know we like to kind of talk on this podcast quite a lot as you know about living smarter um sorry about working smarter dreaming bigger and living brighter so let's start with working smarter have you had anything that really helps you make the most of your time i I swear it wasn't planned i swear but uh basically um i i got one of jaws so yours uh courses whenever and one of the like the really quick ones you know the kind of like three or four audio stuff Mm -hmm. and i've been playing with like the pomodoro technique forever (laughs) Oh, but I, Pomodoro, yes. you know, I was always like nah yeah I'm gonna do it and then I started basically you can hit like give me a, a bit more time and I kept hitting the one minute so it was kind of like obsessive com- compulsive <laughs> like another minute another minute <laughs> so actually getting back to it that helped and that was thanks to you but also uh, other props go to one of one of my idols for different things not for everything i'll be honest but it's tim ferris is a pretty cool guy oh i love tim ferris and it's yeah. our working week right exactly so delegating and automating automating is a big one but delegating was my game changer i have a team of people around me with help bloggers who help me with different things and without them, I wouldn't be able to be where I am now. And it's, it's still my thing. It's still my baby. It's still my, but I have people that I know can support me, especially when I want to go on a holiday, which is nice. Mm. Um, so that's probably a, a way to work smarter. I would say, um, you know, work in chunks, automate as much as possible. And I know that also you offer ideas and you can find ideas everywhere from social media to anything else. Mm. And delegate. 
I, I, do you know what? I could not agree more, Fab. And you know, I think what you know what you're talking about is the on off and awesome audio course that I did last yes. year, where um you know I've managed to get down my working day to three hours, and I'm pretty much stick to that now. Um, I find myself if I am doing more, it's because I really want to because I love it. Um. And, you know, most of that has been down to, as you say, it's been, you know, sort of setting up some, you know, some schedules and getting stuff automated, which I love. But, you know, <laughs> I, I teach loads of that in the Blogging for Business Bootcamp. And, and also, you know, my team, you know, which has now grown and grown as the business has grown. But, you know, without those guys, I would just be insane. So I think, you know, supporting yourself with people who can, you know, help you. But I would also say as well, like I'm not sure, you'd, you know, what you'd say about this, but I, I'm I'm a strong believer in outsourcing before you, um, you know, sort of feel that you really need to. So you can at least start the habit of, of building your team. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Because I think that kind of sends out like a strong signal to the universe that you're serious and it also frees <laughs> up some more time for you to go and do what you're good at because otherwise, you know, you're just kind of caught up in doing things like accounts, which makes me cry. And oh, it God, oh God, else it's, cry, right? <laughs> it's the same. And like, you know what, I, I was thinking about it because somebody was talking to me about actually investing in something. I don't remember what was one of my clients. And I was like, well, I wasn't ready to invest in a bookkeeper. When I invested in my first bookkeeper, <laughs> I wasn't ready at all. But the, as you say, looking at my accounts, me cry i want to just like that oh seriously i used to weep into my wine bottle often and it was you know that was the very first thing when i was still running my you know my sort of graphic design business years ago that i invested in it was just like just get these books done you know so i now have a bookkeeper and an accountant and i hired my va last year just for like a few hours um you know every month and started to kind of let things go and, and I wasn't really sort of ready but I knew that I had to let things go and now she's like on retainer and she's like an integral part of my team That's and amazing. um you know she's you know she's kind of grown you know with me so she's kind of you know sort of been with me through the last sort of crazy months as business has really blown up and I think if she wasn't there then I'd still be scrabbling around to sort of find somebody <laughs> whilst it's gone busy so I, I think it's really good to get in early so that's some great tips there so what challenges have you faced if any in dreaming bigger and how have you overcome them fab um well yes yes a lot of challenges okay. and um the reason why there are challenges is because when you decide to go against the tide if you may and you actually get you know you start owning it and you're like okay i want to do something for myself and by myself you don't realize that it's not just especially if you're a woman it's not only something that you know you set up you look at that like shiny shiny thing in front like you know in um I don't know, a shrine or something. It is part of you. Whether you like it or not, it's gonna become part of you. Mm. And that and that means that there is <clears throat> excuse me, this massive <laughs> and continuous self-development journey, which um will open you up to so much stuff. I mean, from learning how to actually manage your time, as we said before, to how and these are all things that I, you know, some of the challenges that I faced, I know that a lot of people might be nodding and be like, Yeah, I know, baby, I know. <laughs> uh, but even just, you know, like accepting to actually get paid for what you do, which is like a really kind of like early stages one. But that was, you know, or even just like getting the prices up. And promoting yourself is really hard because I want to be salesly. But what I say to people is like you're here to sell. If you don't start promoting yourself, you you know you can't pay the the rent with the love and the like fluffy bunnies. You can't pay with fluffy bunnies. That's the best thing I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish you could. That is my quote of the day. <laughs> yes, but, but I think that these were all the the 
these were a lot of the challenges that I faced so far and what, how, how I overcome them. It was mainly by just, first of all, surrendering to the fact that things were happening to me and they were happening for me. Now it's a bit of a, a little bit of a change, but mm. they don't happen to me, they happen for me. So they helped me developing my business and myself. And without them, I wouldn't be where I am now. And at the same time, I've been, you know, you cry them out, you sing them out, you run them out if you're really up for it. Just, you know, let them go, let feel them as well. Because once you feel them, you will kind of like acknowledge them. And awareness is the biggest thing. It's the biggest challenge and it's the biggest thing for every business owner. Because they will come up, you know, upper limits and, you know, next step, next level, they come again. Now, for anyone who's who's not aware of what an upper limit is, we're talking about the concept of, of hitting your ceiling of what you feel sort of capable of. And that's from the Gay Hendricks book, um, you know, Big Leap, isn't it, Fab? Yeah. Um, and upper limits are something that I absolutely know, you know, myself, I've dealt with quite a lot of these in the last year. And, you know, these, these kind of rock up as different things, don't they? So it might be like a health problem. You might suddenly, you know, find yourself with you know, some new bills to pay or, you know, you'll find yourself with a set of circumstances that you've, you know, that you, know that you kind of created yourself by kind of hitting this next level limit of what you're comfortable with. So that every time you reach a new stage of, of success or visibility, you know, you know, it, it's kind of normal for us to kind of reach it and to start to freak out in some way um, emotionally. And um, so I would certainly recommend the Gay Hendricks book, um, the big leap just to read more around that and we actually met didn't we last week at the wonderful Denise Duffield Thomas's uh, yes, um, Lucky Bitch Live London event yeah. and she's been huge in my work um, as personal development and you know I'm sure for you too Fab um, you know working through the money blocks oh yeah definitely, definitely that was a big game changer and that's where a lot of this stuff came up as well because it's all related isn't it like oh, one thing gosh. to another Absolutely. And, and, you know, so it, it sounds like it's part of your, you know, dreaming bigger and kind of overcoming stuff. It's very much about self-development, which is just, you know, absolutely, you know, I would say that as well for me. You know, I'm always reading, always got the next book, um, you know, it's <laughs> like absorbing stuff and listening to podcasts and and just kind of taking in all this personal self-development stuff. And now I don't even recognise myself from you know, you know, like a year ago, even, you know, the, you know, the work that you do sort of constantly as part of owning, you know, your own business and self-development is massive, isn't it? So let's talk about living brighter. You know, what does success and living brighter mean to you? Um, so I'm going to throw at this another, another self-development and another like tool. Cause I, as, as we got, we're both about tools a lot. So, um, I, I love, I always loved uh, Danielle Laporte's The Desire Map. And, um, I just love her. I, I, I have a massive girl crush on the Laporte. She's I amazing. really do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, she's awesome, which is a really good start. And also, you know, the, the book itself. And the point that that I made, and it's also something that came up with Tim Ferriss again, again, read the, his book as well if you want. I think they're going to have a really nice um, reading list by the end of this. Oh, take that's uh, good. the whole list down the bottom of this podcast, <laughs> folks. So read the show notes. <laughs> so um, basically, uh, what I think is like, you need to ask yourself how you want to feel every day. So that that's, you know, the main. So I think that to me, success and living brighter means to actually have these feelings that I have right now. And we all know they might change, but I think they're going to stick around for a bit. Um, just to actually accomplish that and just to feel the way I want to feel because I know that it's not 
in a way is a bit controversial. It's not even if I know that getting setting the targets is the best thing, you know, like that you know what to get, you know, I want to make this much money, or when I get this big whatever, when I get that many clients. But to me, what really drives me, and I think is a really, um, you know, subjective thing, it is actually I want to feel. So if I wake up in the morning and I write into my design map planner, I write all oh, of the Oh, I have that box. too. My God, I love it. Every day I'm, I'm in there, you know, with, using my core design feelings. And it does, it really helps you, doesn't it, just to kind of stay on track with how do I want to feel. Exactly, because otherwise we tend to forget. And so success for me, I think, is... One of the biggest ones is freedom, the one that comes up all the time. Even more than abundance, I will be honest, funnily enough, because when you have freedom means that you have enough time and you have enough money and you have, you know, you don't have that, those worries because you know that everything is going to be all right. Mm -hmm. So freedom has got surrender in it, has got abundance in it, and has got flow in it. So to me, you know, when you, when you are successful, you are free. You're free to, you know, live your life your own terms, and that's how you live brighter as an entrepreneur, I think. <gasps> I love that. I just love that. And you know what, Fab, I don't think I can top that. I think we need to end our little chat there because what you just said was beautiful. And, you know, freedom has so much in it. So tell us, Fab, how can we find you? Okay, you can find me at www.beapassionjunkie.com. That's where you can find me. Or otherwise, uh, if you're interested in the health bloggers community, the healthbloggerscommunity.com. So it's www healthbloggerscommunity.com and I will, I, know, I will put all of those in the links as well Fab thank you so much for joining me today on the show it's been awesome having you and um, it's been a pleasure thank you so much for having me thank you and if you guys loved um, anything that Fab was saying obviously do drop us both um, um, yes, some comments below the podcast or if you're on iTunes please leave us a review and and you can leave some comments on my uh, on my site itself underneath this post and just ask us any questions that you have around um, you know surrounding this episode and we'd love to hear from you Fab thanks so much again so there we have it, the lovely Fab from BeAPassionJunkie.com. If you want to discuss this episode over on Twitter, I am at DexDiva and you can use the hashtag episode18 and you could also find me over on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash DexDiva. I'd love to hear from you. If you would like to be on the show, please do drop me a line. Hello at DexterousDiva.co.uk and you could also send me any suggestions or any questions that you may have around storytelling and smart working for solopreneurs because I would love to hear what you want to know about. So thanks again for joining me. And yeah, sorry, it's been a while since my last podcast, but hey, you know, we get there, don't we? So I've got so much to be sharing with you um, over the next few months. It's going to be a really exciting year ahead and I can't wait to talk to you more about it. I'll catch you next time guys. Bye.